Having a teacher BFF is one of my favorite things ever. I think when we work with people who we like on a personal and professional level, it can make this job so much fun. I also think when we've got people that we trust and love who've got our back, this profession can feel a whole lot easier when we are stressed and struggling. And if I had to identify my teacher BFF, somebody who works in education, who is really fun to bounce ideas off of, and who I can tell all of my funny stories with, and we can strategize together, I think of my teacher BFF, Jack Berkmeyer. Jack and I get the opportunity three or four times a year to get together, even though he is traveling all over the world and he's stationed in Denver, Colorado, I get the opportunity to also travel around the world and hang out with fellow teachers like you. But I also have my own classroom in rural Illinois. And every once in a while, he comes to my home. And we get to have these dynamic teacher BFF moments. And we like to go out to dinner and go to the movies. But we also like to record content together. So that is what this episode is going to be about. Silly but significant things that you can do with your teacher BFF to have some fun. If you have been a This Teacher Life podcast listener for a minute or you've done any of my professional development or you follow me on social media, you know that I've got serious ideas, but I also really love to be silly. And in this episode, we are going to be dishing out three really silly things that we have done to or for or with our teacher BFFs that you can also do with yours. This is a very lighthearted, silly September episode, and I'm confident that you are going to laugh and learn along the way. So let's get into it. There is awesome in every single school day. the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. We're live? We're live. I am so excited. I am here at the Monica G Studios. Live. Well, we're not live, but we're in person and yeah. we're here together and we're just going to talk, aren't we? Yeah. This is literally different than what we normally do because normally you're somewhere gallivanting around the country and I am in the, as you call it, Monica G Studios. The Monica G Studios. In luxurious <laughs> rural Illinois. So, Surrounded by corn. Yes. And sometimes it's corn fusing they, oh but i'm bump there you go they, okay. you get two points thank you let's keep score let's keep score I love okay it. so we are gonna start a series in season five of the this teacher life podcast but season five 
you are going to appear five times throughout season five. Four of the times, we are going to tackle some pretty pretty big issues in education. Do I have a contract on this? Five no, this, appearances. Do you have my do you have my writer? I sent Where's it the to green your M&Ms? I sent it to your assistant. Okay. okay. All right. Five times. Five times. It's a serious series. It oh, okay. I mm, no? I don't know if I was given a point for that, All but right. we'll let the listeners decide. That's true. Nonetheless, today is a little bit different. Yeah. Today <laughs> you came up with this idea like Minutes before we started recording, and yes. I like the idea. Yeah. Tell everybody what we're doing. Okay, so like now this is my thirty second year in education. So yeah. you get to the point where I call it now. I'm speaking my truths. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like now, because I feel you get to a certain age and number of years in education, you can speak your truths. Well, there were stories that I really couldn't tell because they were really they were done when I was first teaching, yeah. and they were kind of practical joke oriented, and you know, and to go up and tell people to do these things. Now I would. Now I would, but back then I would say, don't ever do these things. And so it's kind of like a serious conversation about, I can't believe I did this, but it was pretty damn funny. And maybe you should do it too. <laughs> okay. Yours maybe. I'm, let, we'll let the okay. listeners decide. Okay. Right. So we're sharing three stories yes. of things that have actually happened in our classrooms. Like things that we have done that we may or may not suggest that you try as well. But disclaimer, these are not serious ideas no no okay no not even close okay like, they're not they're not book worthy pamphlet worthy no. uh even speech worthy I don't okay <laughs> so this is exclusive content that has never been shared you will not find this in any of our books uh no. not shared ever in a keynote not gonna be in a course so this shit's about to go down for yeah, real I know, okay I know, I know. and so i am sh- gonna use a real name Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Okay, I will too then. Okay. You, All right. Am I going first? Yeah, tell, okay. you tell the first one. So I taught at Scott Carpenter Middle School, and I really was a teacher that got hired in the middle of the school year. And so um, I'll never forget, you know, I've worked with great teammates. I know you mm-hmm. have as well. And I'll never forget the teammate that just, God love him, he was that um, kind of the junior high teacher who really wanted the high school job. Like he okay. was waiting for someone to die at the high school so he could pretty much take the <laughs> job. And and he had the worst name, and he was a science teacher, which you know yes. you will love this. His last name was Gasman, which is the worst name to have That's if bad. you're a middle school science yeah. teacher. I would pass on that. Oh, oh hello. okay. And so he literally every day was greeted in the hallway. Good morning, Mr. Gasman, and that was me greeting him every single oh. morning. And so I just loved it because. I love to give him a hard time. He had a yeah. great sense of humor. I have to mm-hmm. say this. He had a really great sense of humor. Now, this is so old school. This is when we had to photo, photo copy. Yep. Do you remember when you had to photo copy? Yep. yep. And we also had the dittos. So it was a combination. I'm, I never, I, I know what you're referring to, but I I never taught in the ditto generation. It was the transition. Okay. So basically we were still doing the dittos, but we had also had a copy machine and that copy machine was treasured. Like yeah. you had to sign up for it. And literally like weeks in advance to make mm-hmm. sure you could do your copies. So he always signed up the same time, same day to do his copies. Mm-hmm. Well, we were a team of four, so we had 120 kids on our team. So yeah. he would always make like 125 copies, which is what any teacher would do, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I would purposely go in and steal, like at first I'd take just 10 copies. <laughs> so like he would just have enough. Like he would literally just have like maybe one extra. Yeah, nobody can lose one. No. Okay. And so, and then I'll, I'll never forget, like the first time he came into the team meeting and he goes, I don't know what's going on. He says, I keep making these copies and I'm short. Well, that only egged me on. Yeah. And so then I would start to take 20 and 25 copies. And one day he comes into the team meeting and goes, I have no idea what's going on. I'm printing 200 copies and I'm still short 10 or 12 copies. And I did that 
all oh my year God. long and never ever told him because I think that would have ruined the whole situation. But I would get so giddy and so excited when he would come into the team meeting and he would complain about how, and he'd say, these kids are taking extra copies or like he had all these lame excuses, but it truly was the best thing. And again, it wasn't meant to be mean. Yeah. It just brought me joy, which really is the important part. <laughs> Have okay. you ever done that? They're like, well, you, you yes. don't want anybody to know what you've done. Yeah. What would you do with the copies then? Oh, I just probably threw them away, which is so horrible. So I killed so waste, many trees. Wasting resources. I am. Jack Berkmeyer is the reason why today we have copy codes on yes. our freaking things. It's like, well, because you guys waste resources, you can only have 500 copies. Now, it's because of you. It was pure joy. It was pure joy to just watch him be so frustrated. And it wouldn't matter. Like I said, I would literally change up the numbers. Yeah. And then sometimes I wouldn't take them at all. So he'd have 200 copies and he'd have yeah. all these extras. So, and you I never told him this. No, I never told him. So this. if Mr. Gas Man is listening right now. Okay. Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm still pleased with it. I'm yeah. going to stick with it. It was good. Uh, I, okay. I, you do yours because my second one was cruel. So <laughs> I think. As if that one's not. Oh, no, this one's bad. Oh, God. Okay, so here's what I love about this is if you don't have copy restrictions, this is a great idea for you because, you know, why not? Why not? Okay, why not? Yeah. Um, Mine is a little bit different. So I remember when I first started teaching, like I was teaching across the hall from my teacher BFF, right? Yeah. That happens. And you just, because you see that person between every passing period, you, you chit chat in the yeah. hallways, right? It's your go-to person. Oh my God, I need to use the restroom, watch my class for a second. So you develop like a really good relationship with the teacher across the hall. Fun facts in 30 seconds. What do you mean? Well, when you're, when you're across the hall, like you say something to somebody, oh, like in 30 yeah. seconds, you can yeah, share so for much. For sure. Yeah. And even look. Like, even if you have five seconds in between class periods, you can literally give the teacher across the hall a look, and they know... You gotta go potty. How that... Well, I was gonna say <laughs> how that previous class period went. Because sometimes we wouldn't say anything to each other. We would, like, take a breath, and we would, like, roll our eyes and close the doors. It's when you looked pissy. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was actually good. That is worth a legit point. All right. So, nonetheless, this teacher and I taught across the hall together... For like seven years. Love it that. was awesome. And we had these TVs in our classroom. Like an actual TV that was hung on the wall. And every single first hour, we had first hour advisory. And the school had a partnership with a program called Channel One News. Oh my God. Do you Anderson remember Channel Cooper. Uh, yes. So Anderson Cooper got to start there. Lisa Ander Ling. Yes. Um, Stephen Fabian was the guy who was like the heartthrob of Channel One when I was teaching and had Channel One access, okay? we My school doesn't do Channel One. I don't even know if Channel One's still a I thing. I think it's called something else. Okay, but Stephen Fabian was everyone's favorite Channel One anchor. The problem was these TVs were really old, and so we didn't have working remote controls. So when it was time to turn Channel One on, Somebody in the, like the library like magically turned on all of the TVs and when it was over you had to send a student over and stand on a chair to, to turn the TV off. So it was kind of this like annoying thing because we didn't have control over these TVs. I was getting Dish Network at my house and they left me an extra remote control and these are like a universal remote. These Dish Network remotes work on any TV and they left me an extra and they said Sometimes people have problems with the remotes. We're giving you an extra one. So I'm a little tech savvy. And I was like, cool. 
I am going to bring this extra universal remote control to my classroom and I'm going to program it to the channel one TV. And every single day during channel one news, I'm going to have a student sneak across the hall and aim this universal remote at my teacher BFF's TV. So channel one turns off every single day in the middle of the greatest programming. And you can do it through the window. There was like this perfect line from the window of her door to the TV. And so all the kids would be watching and she'd be watching and you're like, oh my gosh, Stephen Fabian is gonna do like the question of the day. And I would be like, it's go time. And the kid would take the remote and turn the TV off. And she'd be like, oh shoot. <laughs> and she'd go turn it back on. And I'm like, wait 10 seconds and then turn Shut it back up. off. And literally, she had no idea no, that this was happening. We weren't tech savvy. Yeah. You know, like that was a miracle. Yes. That channel one could come to our school. Yes. And now magically it is shutting itself yes. off. Did she ever figure it out? So I told my, my advisory family, like, I will continue to do this if you continue to not tell anybody. Like nobody can let this secret out. And then eventually it slipped out and the teacher came and she's like, oh my gosh. You are so sneaky. Oh, you guys. I mean, this is perfect. Shout out to Ingrid Minger, who literally I was a bridesmaid. Ingrid, Ingrid Minger. It. Yep. And shout out she to her. She should have married Mr. Gasman. Well, no. <laughs> that would have been. Ingrid Gasman. Oh, well, okay. That's great. So she is still a teacher. Um, she's actually a media specialist. She is amazing. But it was just so funny because it went on. For nearly an entire school year. That's awesome. And when I, so I taught there for 10 years. And when I was cleaning out my classroom, I found the, the remote control. And I needed to know that it brought me into full hysteric oh, crying. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like one of those amazing memories that. You know, <laughs> before I, what I love about this is, you know, a big question for the people that are listening is, is do, are people still doing these kinds of things with each other in pranks? Schools? Just like, you know what I mean? Like simple, yeah. non, you know, yes. horrible kinds of pranks. You yes. know what I mean? Like, because I think we're so serious in school. I yeah. really question like, do people feel comfortable to do that? Oh, yeah. am I going to hurt someone's feelings? Right. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. And so that's why I said, I put a disclaimer. Like I did this my first five years of mm -hmm. teaching when I was young and not very bright. Yeah. Now I'm older and not mm -hmm. as bright. But the point is, is like, I felt more, yeah comfortable doing that for and sure so, and my last one really is mean and it's it was to one of my best friends in the whole wide world you know my friend jan yes and so amazing yes and so jan was a music teacher and uh -huh. she was one of those typical music teachers that's intense all the time like um when she did a musical she double cast everything so okay. like all the leads were double cast mm -hmm. because her motto was we're in a middle school why do eight kids get leads when 16 kids could have leads right, right? yeah and so i of course would help her out and all these kinds of things. Now you have to go back. This is old time schooling. So she couldn't have Googled this. She could this back when you would get a letter in the mail. Yeah. So I found the company that she got all the score books from that you rent, right? Okay. And I got the name of it and all this stuff and I created fake letterhead and I wrote a letter to her four days before the, the <laughs> before the show was to start. And I said, of course, I, it was under the premise of we're in current litigations in regards to this production. All yeah. productions need to cease and send back all of your scripts immediately or yes. your school will be fined $950, which, yeah. you know, doesn't seem like anything. No, but like... And, and I mailed it, everything. Like, I literally mailed it. It came to the school. I was very methodical. Yes. And I just happened to be standing by her the day she was at the mailbox. Oh, my God. 
And she opened up that letter. And she turned to me, and I have never seen anyone panic so much oh, in my whole entire and life. And I know, Jan, and so this is so sad. And so she's like, well, I gotta make some calls, I gotta make some calls. Like, she went into total music teacher mode. She's like, well, this is not, we're gonna figure this out. We can't do this, we can't do this. This is wrong for the kids. And when she said it was wrong for the kids, then I felt so bad. So Asshole. I caved, I did, I caved so fast. <laughs> And I really wanted it to go on for a while. Yeah. Like, I wanted her to tell other people, but I couldn't do it. I just felt so bad. Oh. But here's the funniest part, is she got me back right away. Yeah. I was known to host some amazing FACs. What's an FAC? Friday Afternoon Club. Oh. Yes. Okay. And Teacher I, clubs. Yes. And so I used to have some of them at my apartment. Uh-huh. And um, we always would make an announcement on Friday. We would say there's an FAC. Yeah. You know, at, and we had a code. Yeah. And mine was always at the steakhouse. So it uh -huh. was like, oh, we have an FAC at the steakhouse. And they'd make an announcement and teachers knew that they could come yeah. over to my house for drinks. Oh, cool. Well, one time I made a flyer and I put it in every single teacher's mailbox, which was the week after I did this to Jan. Okay. And she made 75 copies of that flyer, which had my address, BYOB. Okay, okay. <laughs> and she and the PE teacher, Miss Willis, uh -huh. came in and they'd made paper airplanes. And they walk into my classroom and they just start throwing paper airplanes. Well, you know, I'm like, oh, how clever, yeah, how yeah. funny. Uh, got yeah, me back. Exactly, paper yeah. airplanes. <laughs> she walks out and she goes, take a look at what paper it's on. And so I was like, what? And I picked up the paper. It has my name. It has the address. It has that I'm having a party. Mm -hmm. And I swear, my kids were such good kids. I, I literally panic mode. And yeah. I said, nobody touches the paper. <laughs> and my kids are like, what the? They took, and I'm running. He's being but, a jerk, Meyer. <laughs> Mr. Jerk Meyer. I ran and picked up those papers so fast. It's like when you do your collection. Yes. Like I was so fast yeah. to pick up every single paper because I was freaking out because I thought these kids had my name, they had my yeah. address. Yeah. And and luckily not a single kid looked at it because yeah. they were so mesmerized by the airplanes. But she yeah. got me back. So I think that's worthy. Yeah. I think that was, I was that's mean fun. and cruel and yeah. then she really, really got me back. Yeah. And I forgot, I'm going to share one more because I totally forgot. Okay. Have you ever been a bored teacher? Like when you're in classroom and you're kind of bored, right? Like you literally... Like me as an individual, yes, like, bored you know, of what I'm teaching. Yes, yes. Or, or they're doing something yeah. and they have to do it. And yeah. you're like, oh God, this yeah. is seventh period. I've done it all day. Like every state test. So I would literally take out of the spiral notebook. I would rip out a sheet of paper of the spiral notebook. Yeah. And I would take the little ends spiral of the Spiral snow. Yes. And I would walk around and I would be able to put one little piece of snow on every single kid's head by the end of the class period. I love that, and I think that that is a great idea. And let me tell you why. Yeah. If I did it first period, and they walked by me seventh period, and they still had it on their head, it was joy. Yes. <laughs> but I that mean, kid would wear that yes. little piece and clueless. Yeah. And my favorite part was not a kid ever saw me do it. Because mm -hmm. you can do that funny fake. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, yeah. how are you doing on that assignment? You yeah. Know? And I just... Yeah. <laughs> love it. <laughs> so those Ooh. are things, like you said. And These are great. And we all have them. Yeah. We all have them, and it's... It's what makes school fun, and I worry, because yeah. like you said, I, I worry that school's not fun sometimes. Yeah. Here's what I want you to do. I want you, if you are listening right now, and you have a funny teacher prank or something that has brought your staff together, then I want you to share that. In fact, as many of you know, um, this year there is a teacher hotline talk line, and on the teacher hotline talk line, you can call in and you can leave a voicemail. And I want you guys to call in, and I want you to share your favorite teacher camaraderie moments. Okay, I'm even going to give you the teacher hotline talk line number. You're going to call eight one five seven eight zero nine five zero five, and I want you to share your favorite teacher prank. These innocent, fun things yeah. that we can do 
to build a great climate and culture teacher to teacher. Because I think we're missing that in schools. We are. And you know what? I want you to repeat that phone number because okay. one of my favorite things I did at a school one time spontaneously is uh -huh. when they were doing the announcements, yes. I was the hype man. Okay. So you want me to just read the number and read you're going to be my hype say man. The, say the okay. hotline. Yeah. All right. So we want you to call into the hotline. Hotline, baby. Hotline. It's call hot. Call the hotline. Hotline. 815. No. What'd you say? 815? That's right. No way. Eight, a one and a five. 780. 7, 8, and a zero. 7, mm. 8, and a zero. 9505. Oh, I said 9505. Oh, That's a hype man. That's a hype man. Do that yes. during announcements. Okay. Well, there's a tip that no one expected. Okay. If your school announcements suck, <laughs> yeah, which they do, they probably do. They uh, do, probably. Administrators are okay. just struggling disc um, jockeys. Well, at my school, here's a tip. Why is the principal doing the announcements? Exactly. Kids should be doing them. My, kids do them at my school. Absolutely. I think they should. Yeah. I think it's a great life skill, honestly. Mm -hmm. For kids to do these. Plus, when they pronounce, mispronounce a kid's name, it's funny. Yeah. Gas man! <laughs> <laughs> Wishing a happy birthday to Mr. Gas man. You just called me Jerkmeyer. Well, it's funny. I love it. And I didn't get a point for it. You so, did. all right. Well, so much fun. Keep in mind, throughout the rest of this uh, season five of this Teacher Life podcast, which is absolutely free, drops every single Sunday night, so you're ready for your morning commute. You can listen to these ideas. This was a silly one, yeah. but coming out um, throughout the year, we're going to have four other episodes on some serious topics that are going to legit help. Not that these don't legit help, mm -hmm. but we're just going to, we're going to get a little bit deeper. Yeah. Like Mar like Monica needs a hairstylist. Well, that's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for joining us. One of my favorite things about Jack is that he is not afraid to laugh at himself. He thinks he's absolutely hilarious and he loves hair jokes. That's, fun fact, actually how we became friends. Him making fun of my hair when he was working as a consultant in the school that I taught out. Wow. Wow. Ten years later, look at us. Nonetheless, I think that as teachers, we should laugh together. I think that we can never take ourselves too seriously. Education is a serious place, but education can also be a silly place. And here's what's up. If you are looking for silly, substantial ideas, things that are going to get your students engaged, going to get you as a teacher having fun, I want you to check out my books at monicagenta.com forward slash books. Some of my favorite things are happening in those books like Game Changers, which is all about student engagement and student motivation, The Rooted Classroom, which is about relationship building, the newest book, 180 Days of Awesome Relationships, which is about making strong social emotional connections in little ways every single day. But you can check out all of the books at monicagenta.com forward slash books. I'll put a direct link in the show notes. If you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, please make sure you're doing that so they hit in your platform every single Sunday night. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode, but more importantly, thank you for living this teacher life. <laughs>